Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pasco. That'd be me. Alright, moving on into the new year. Hope you're having a good week, everybody. If you've stopped by for the first time today, thanks so much. This is the podcast where, well, my my aim, my plan, my goal is to put you in the shoes of a songwriter. Yeah, so you can get to see how it feels, hopefully, to write a song, see where a song comes from. And it is all sort of driven. Each episode's driven, if you like, uh, dictated, directed, whatever, um, by the song of the week. And today's song is Full Moon. Before we get to the song, um, it's been a nice day today. I I was out there in the backyard having breakfast first up, just thinking about life and uh, with the cat. Might roll a bit of that in a second. And moving on through the day, I had a swim and I've just been outside listening to a few of the night noises, which I thought I might just bring in because it's going to lead us on to a full moon. Uh, Before I do that, um, beautiful sunset as well in between. and a bit of sad news, really. There's a horse that has lived across the road. I was going to say for donkey's years, probably not wrong, not right, horse years. And um, everyone, sort of horse, everyone sort of talks to and maybe gives him a pat, gives give him an apple and that sort of thing. Well, he passed away just the other night, which is pretty sad. And uh, he's a bit of a fixture here where I live, you know, down on the uh, Mornington Peninsula. And um, so I, I, it reminded me of an old... Uh, so lyrics, poem I'd written about him. I didn't inkling he might not have too many seasons left in him. Back in February last year, so I wrote a poem. And I, I typed that up and sent that up off to New Zealand to my mate Paul Dredge because I had a feeling, I have a feeling, he's going to be the man to come up with the right music for that. So uh, it's been such a creative time at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really on fire like that full moon. I've, I've, there's a couple other other lyrics I've sent to Paul I'm about to record two more starts of songs which is the way we work quite often we'll, I'll start a song and get Paul to finish it off and it's um oh, it's great to be be alive be creative it's all good okay here's how I felt when I got up this morning well, hi there I'm sitting in the backyard here with my cat it's a beautiful cracking summer day in Melbourne sound of a few passing cars, blue sky, and in a green, green backyard with a red and orange flowers. Pretty predictable, didn't it? <laughs> Last night I was doing some mixing and, uh, on an album that Paul Dredge and I are working on. I think it's sounding pretty good. No, it is sounding pretty good. So I cannot wait to get back in there today and get stuck into it again. And uh, tonight, the podcast, I wonder what it's going to be have to wait and see. Looking forward to it. I'll probably go for a swim later. The sounds of summer, eh? <laughs> and so I decided on full moon, but not before I'd had a swim and seen the sun set and listened to a few sounds. Check this out. Here in Australia, there, there are a lot of great sounds from animals. Um, here's a couple of really distinctive ones you can hear. First one's early evening right at sunset. Imagine this right outside your window. Hang on. <laughs> That's a cricket. Like, and they are so ear-splittingly loud. I, I've actually brought it in here at quite a low volume. When you're near these things, it's just almost like white noise. It's quite incredible. There are all sorts of critters out there, are they? And I'm, I'm fascinated by nature. Those of you who have been in this, onto this podcast for a while will know I'm just recording random bits and pieces of... Uh, what's around me because I think that's where songs come from 
I really do. Hang on. Here's another sound. So, so this one happens at night time, and it can be a bit spooky. Here we go. Check this out. What do you reckon this is? <laughs> the wildest thing. A bit spooky at night time. Imagine to walking along and hearing, <laughs> hearing that come out of the night sky. It's, it is the wildest sound. Um, back in the day, I, I was well back uh, across the city and walking through a park in Fitzroy, and oh man, it was a spooky night. I think there was a full moon going to rise, but it it kind of had. But there was a foggy sky, and there was really it was almost like daylight. And I was walking across this park in the middle of a city of you know, back then five or six million, thinking, oh. New Zealander new to the place, walking across the park in the middle of the night. Not such a good idea, Peter. And then imagine if there's a, whoa, tackle, tackle, this bat flew over. And these things, these fruit bats, that was a, that was the sound of a fruit bat. It flew over and I thought, okay, welcome to the big city. Nobody told me they had bats that size here. Okay, that kind of brings us up to speed now. We're at night time at least. And there's one more thing I want to mention before I rule. Um, full moon. It's a sentence halfway through the song. Speaking of spooky bats, well, this was a bit spooky because this line, which is pretty distinctive, it says, um, just as always has been, that's not that's the way it should be, that's not it. But this line, while justice now sits beneath the microscope. That was a line I wrote in the song. And um, when I put it to the song, uh, to the band, the very the night before, like a week later, it was, it was later, it was a week later or whatever it was, or months later, that was um, a big tie, a big sort of phrase on the front of the local paper the night before, when, and that was pointed out by one of the guys. Wildest thing. So I don't know. Songwriting. There you go. It's just a strange domain. The place of dreams. Maybe bats. All right. Picture yourself under a full moon with me. Here we go. Full moon. Roll in. Walk toward your inner goal Oh, 
Okay, so that was Full Moon, uh, song number 353, written in 1995, I see, the 15th of February. Um, interesting, yeah, it's interesting for me to listen back to these old demos, haven't heard for a while. Um, this one actually did come out on an album called Can't See the Words for the Trees, where the little uh, poetry, the lyrics presented as poetry, um, 100 or so uh, CDs pressed, I think, from memory maybe less, and I think I'm going to re-record them one day because I've got the poetry book and I've got the paintings. I did an individual painting. I'm looking at one on the wall, sort of surreal. Um, Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll put one on my uh, blog post this week. Uh, Check it out. Um, Okay, old... Oh, uh, Old Horse Grey, it'll be, and you, oh, you see it in the show notes, so that's the name of the post. Okay, um, there we go, Full Moon. Let's have a look. I th- you know, just before I go into the lyrics, which I'm going to do... Um, a couple of things. Uh, I think I, I think it's kind of a, a band kind of song required here. It really is a guitar strumming kind of a song, and I sort of played the piano as if. And often you do that as a demo. You're the instrument. Here you go. A bit of tip songwriters and that sort of thing. Sometimes the instrument that you record your demo on is not the instrument that uh, you know frequently is not the instrument that features in the final product. So it's pretty good. It's a bit like uh, starting out in pastel ending up in acrylic painting or something, which is something I do as well. Okay, here we go. Song number 353 of the songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. This is Full Moon. Hey, haven't we always acted a bit strange under a full moon? So there's my opening gambit. Um, yeah, not always, but yeah, quite possible. We've all got mates who's perhaps grow a bit of hair on the palms of their hands now and then at strange times you know you're out and about like, wow that's a wacky kind of mood tonight actually when, when Paul and I were playing for years in this uh, residency in the piano bar it's quite a sensitive place you picked up on stuff you know it wasn't sort of in your face rock it was just laid back music and just kind of glean stuff from the air and wow sometimes when it was a full moon we had an interesting crowd let me tell you that <laughs> focusing on a huge sphere reflecting a fire I like that. That that's that's what a moon kind of is, isn't it? It's like when it rises above a lake or sea, 
you have water and fire. And if it strange night friends, they'd be water and fire. So kind of looking at a, a bit of uh, yeah, astrology sort of thing there, fire signs, water signs. You'd think perhaps a non-event, or perhaps you'd dream of more, perhaps steam and time, back to that water and uh, well, well spent, a slowly opening door. So that, that's where I've just started writing outside of just observing this scene, really. Well, I wonder what this yeah, steam and time thing, think energy, energy and time well spent. What is it? Yeah, writing songs. It's a slowly opening door. Um, and a little bit out of sequence, actually. Speaking before that, that while just, just now sits beneath the microscope line coming up later in the paper in the article, I wrote these lyrics in a slightly different sequence, so I'm following the arrows around. Uh, staring at our belly button, staring at the moon, staring at last up the right street, not a day too soon. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, we're all sort of looking at our belly buttons, but we're staring at the moon, so we're 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 going introspective, and yet there's to me there's no denying that the moon and the planets and the seasons and all nature affects us deeply. Even if we are, we've gone really introspective, not looking out. Nature, we're part of a bigger picture. That's what I was trying to say. And I think as in humanity, staring a pun on staring at their belly and staring at last up the right street, not a day too soon. I was reflecting on what was happening in terms of it appeared to be some world peace coming along and I actually wrote a little bit about that in my blog again tonight so I like that sort of synchronicity that sort of creeps in when I'm jumping from different aspects of my music and art it's good fun uh, find yourself feet on the ground my mind yeah uh, your meaning here is clear right walk towards your inner goal all will then appear so at that stage I was going through a, a bit of self-exploration oh, Constantly am, I guess, but yeah, it was, it was go, I was going deep and quickly back then, and um, yeah, it's, it's a period in my life that I'm very grateful to have had the freedom to uh, really experience and uh, go through. Um, quite quite a, a big change, I guess, a series of changes in my twenties, as we all do. It was just it was a very uh, lucid time for me. I was aware of it going on. It was a very interesting time under a full moon. That'll be it. <laughs> Raise your view to a beautiful sky. Cast your thoughts up into the air. So you always talk to the moon. We've talked to the moon through the years. You know, twinkle, twinkle, little. Yeah. All that sort of thing. There's a beautiful song by the moon, uh, by Jimmy Webb, The Moon's a Harsh Mistress. Check that out. Wow. Uh, pass best wishes on to all your friends, ones who are far away and yet near. And what I was referring to there was, yeah, friends who are with us right here, yeah. And also the ones far away across the ocean and also really far away, maybe departed this earth and yet somehow near. So that's what I was getting at there. And I like that. Yeah, pass best wishes on to all your friends, ones who are far away and yet near. Um, a good friend of ours, uh, Paul of mine, um, Earl Pollard, passed away some years ago now. Fantastic drummer. And we used to go fishing with Polly and... Um, a magnificent fisherman, and often when I'm fishing at night here under the stars, I'll do one more cast for Polly. Why not? Under the stars. Here you go, Polly. And I always try and make it a good one. <laughs> My one more cast can last about half an hour, by the way. Those who've gone fishing with me, well, we're well aware of that. Um, find yourself. Where does it go after that? Or will then appear? Oh, yeah, this bit. Here we go. A coming together of uncountable events, flashing by and by every second. And I guess that's just a series of now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about there. Just as always has been. That's the way it should be. And then that just, I'm, I'm going with another pun, sort of grabbing it like I did before. 
uh, on those two words, uh, staring and staring, I went, just as always has been, that's the way it should be. And that gave me, well, justice now sits beneath the microscope under a full moon. So out of all that, was there really a song to be had? Well, there wasn't. It was more of a poem, I would say, until I sort of went through and, oh, that, that wasn't bad, I thought to myself. As I was talking to you and just playing that, yeah, that's the sort of thing you do when you've got some words in front of you. Oh, yeah, okay. What's this? Hey, haven't we always acted a bit strange? Oh, yeah? Under a full moon. Okay, and then you might go back to, what did I just do there? And that's why songwriting, I reckon, is so good for you because you're creative. You let, you let, you need to be free. Yeah, you need to not be judging what you're doing. It's, it's I, yeah. How does it feel? It is a, it is a space of uh, non-judgment. It's, it's a, you're right in the now. It's a series of nows. And what happens is you flick into that dreamlike state where you sort of tune into something which that was, and then you have to come back out. And actually, quickly write down what that was. Uh, F, D minor, C, B flat. F, D minor, C. Got it, right. And what that is, is a shorthand. What am I talking about? Well, that was a chord sequence. And chords come up one another in a song. It doesn't matter what song it is, chords are in there. You know, classical music's got it. Um, Beethoven. Um, that's da-da-da-da-da-da-da, A minor. And then it's E, and then A minor, and then it's C, and then it's G. Yeah, it's all in there. And it doesn't matter whether it's Led Zeppelin or Beethoven. There's chord sequences, and that is what underpins the melody. And the melody was a second bit, wasn't it? That... Which I sang, yeah? And did it again, yeah? Focusing on a huge sphere Reflecting a fire <laughs> Smiling there because just today or yesterday I had a good uh, chat with Paul about songwriting again. We're going over it. like a, this. Uh, it's been interesting for me, let's put it that way, going through songs, examining my songwriting and that. This is an example of a very loose lyric, not written to meter. You know, the same amount of syllables each time for the line and make keeps it interesting, I tell you. And I did it again. Above a lake of sea, of fire and water, etc. And then a bit of a change. You think perhaps none of it. But then we're back to perhaps a dream of more. And then another bit again. Perhaps team and time, team and time will spend a slowly opening door. So I'm sort of venturing away from a little bit, but that is be the repeated bit. Now imagine that being on an acoustic guitar that he starts talking like a drummer and that I get some pretty funny looks from bandmates over the years. I try to get across what I'm thinking like that and there's nothing worse than trying to tell a drummer boom jack boom boom do because <laughs> in an old band you get this just this Look of, yeah, 
grim nothingness back from your drummer if you try and go, no, no, it's like this. There's no band mate uh, we used to have in the band. He's trying to tell the drummer what to do. He says, no, 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 no. It goes like this. And the look that John Boy gave this fellow, the drummer, is <laughs> just dismissed. <laughs> like, uh, you had to be there. So, yeah, explaining to other people what they, you want them to play on an instrument is... Here we go. As a songwriter, it's a necessary thing. Um, it's got to be a discussion. I don't. There, there are those artists in the world where it is absolutely a dictatorship, and that is fine for me. It's a discussion. I like. I like a lot of give and take with a band. Um, and an example of this being awkward is I'm. I'm loving. There's the Beatles documentary on at the moment. Uh, it's just come on online. Look, check it out. I think it's brilliant. And you got Paul McCartney being an MD, basically. Uh, um, as Paul Dredge was saying the other day, quite rightly, and he was trying to get it across to the band what he wanted. And George Harrison, at this stage of his career, it was later in the later part of the Beatles' career, Beatles' sort of timeline, was you could say he was just itching probably to break through and do his own thing. He's coming up with some great songs. I mean, any other band in the world, he'd be the number one songwriter on the team, but he was, you know, had McCartney and Lennon to have there. They always gave him a song on each album, and they were good songs. But anyway, that's an example. Paul trying to tell uh, George Harrison uh, how to play and what to play and didn't always go across that well. So yeah, you have to be um, just just careful with your words and gentle and, and that sort of thing. And and I think that's not a bad way to be in life generally, assertive and gentle. That's, that's something I try and shoot for as much as I can because then you get quite often the most effective, peaceful outcomes, which is what I kind of shoot for. All right. And as it happens, it seems to happen in my songs as well. And there's a G minor I come across that chord. Uh, this is where I got to. Where I went to the chorus. Under a fool. Down an octave because it's belay. Like, under a fool. sets it up for another end or another bit. I think that's just about a bit. I oh, know, here we go, the change into the bridge, this. And again. Okay, so that G minor became quite a big major part of proceedings because what I did there I, I, I kind of like the, the tinkling together and now you know it's a chord sequence there it is A minor B flat D minor C G minor flashing by every second back to what we know but back then to the and this time hanging on the G minor the spookiest part of the song while justice now sits beneath the microscope Bah, 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 under a full moon. So that whole, um, that coming together rather than cannibal event, flashing by every second, and then the same thing, just as always has been, while justice now sits beneath the microscope under a full moon. Bloody blah, and finally. One more G minor and finish on F because finishing back, here we go, re- resolving the song back to where it started 
Yes, and I think that sort of suits the full moon. Yeah, they call it Harvest Moon, don't they? Wow, is that a great song by Neil Young? And, uh, well, Harvest Moon, there you go. So, full moon, will it ever become a single? Who knows? Um, I'm going to record it again for sure. As I say, I'll, I'll do the version of I uh, Can't See the Words for the Trees. Maybe by the time you're listening to this somewhere in the deep, in the distant future, you can go to my website and say, well, well, Can't See the Words for the Trees is there. And the poetry, the ebook, and all the artwork, it's all downloadable as a... Yeah, that's where I'm heading. <laughs> Looking forward to that. And uh, it's just piano vocal version. But then, yeah, it's, it's great as a songwriter because I will definitely do a band version of this somehow, somewhere. So it, it's it's a fascinating, fun process. That how, that's how it feels to write a song in a nutshell. Um, after you write a song, how does that feel immediately? Well, it can be, I was talking to Paul about this the other day too, you can be immediately pretty critical of your artistic work. And I think you'll be really, watch that, yeah? Be, be your own critic, but don't let that voice become an armchair critic. Nah, could have done that the better there, Sonny. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, what is that? Now, that's an example of pretty not not very helpful sort of criticism, isn't it? But if you think, Okay, I think, I think I've got something here. It's a good groove. Under a full moon is a fair enough thing to repeat several times. So there's a good strong chorus. And you look at the strengths of what you've done. And quite often when you do listen back and, and perhaps you sing it the next day through, you think, oh, it's not very good, is it? Have, just watch yourself. What sort of mood are you in? Here we go. So as an artist, it's really tricky. You know, there, there are... Fantastic paintings that artists down through the centuries have pretty much put an axe through. <laughs> Absolute crime. I bet they've woken up the next morning and gone, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> As a painter, there have been moments I've wanted to do that, and I'm so pleased that I haven't ever done that. Um, yeah, oh, look, keep all your art, keep all your music, because you never know where it's going to come useful. You can rewrite stuff, you can, you can use your painting for a new start. So, uh, when you're looking back on what you've done as a as a songwriter, it can be frustrating, uh, but most often it's incredibly uplifting because you realise you've brought something, hopefully, beautiful into the world, and um, that's what I'm really trying to do here on this podcast, uh, on this piano all the time. Where I'm sitting and just thinking, wow, you know, I wonder what I wonder what will happen next. Oh, I like that low note. What if I do this, you know? Yeah, it's just there. Whether this goes somewhere doesn't matter. idea i'm definitely not a power walker <laughs> oh no i'm more your pa walker as a ma and pa i mosey along and i get something else when i'm walking it lifts me i just love looking at the surroundings and listening sometimes at night 
through Park and Fitzroy. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, just the bird calls. It all, I think it adds up to, what is, you know what it is, being a songwriter? It's an absolute joy and a word, I would say. And the best part of it all is you get to pass that joy on. And if you do record it, well, that's brilliant. People are going to listen to it. Um, it's a really great feeling. People are playing my sheet music and really loving playing my piano pieces. Blows me away. It's the coolest thing in the world. I've got another 50-odd drafts to do. Didn't quite get to that. Looking back, you know, that reflective New Year's feeling. You look back over the year you had. Packed a lot in, I tell you. Very creative time for me. And what was a tragic uh, world events sort of a, a backdrop of that going on i guess and uh, but for me i just thought right i'm in there creatively i'm, I'm, I'm gonna go and give it what oh which i did and um really good but one of the things i didn't manage to do i was going to do a piece of sheet music each week i've got 50 odd drafts but it's really great you can put um put it up online so look i'll, I'll put a little link in there if i can remember uh it's in at sheet music plus under pete pasco there, there are some songs like this you know um which is Albertine. Now, there's all kinds of stuff that uh, I've written, and it's, it's, a, it's a lovely th- feeling. Um, it's like, as I said to Paul today, Paul Dredge, I mentioned Paul a lot in these uh, podcast episodes. Uh, those who are with us all the way along, thanks so much for tuning in each week. Tuning in each week, really appreciate it. Um, Paul and I often sort of discuss these things, and one of the things I said to Paul today was, being a songwriter, it's, it's just like constantly, you know that feeling when you've started a novel and it's there waiting for you and you can't wait to get what Being on the creative path is like the book that's never finished. And the only page you really focus on really is the page you're on right now. And I think that's why it's so good. And uh, ultimately you get to publish a version of the book you're, you're sort of writing. And... Um, that is incredibly rewarding. There you go. All right, speaking of which, we have reached the end of our half-hour session today, people. I hope you've been rewarded. I hope it's been a bit of fun. I hope you've picked up something about songwriting, maybe, that you didn't know. Uh, it's always good to learn something. And um, I hope it was a bit of a yarn, to be honest. That was the mood I was in. Pretty relaxed effort tonight. Sorry about my pronunciation. <laughs> the Kiwi accent was coming through loud and clear there, wasn't it? 24 years in Australia and the way it goes. I don't mind that either. All right, I hope you're having a great week and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon if you tune in for another Song on a Chat podcast. Okay, this is Pete Pascoe signing out. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Pass best wishes on to all your friends One too far away at need Coming together of uncountable events Flashing by every second Just as always has been While justice sits beneath the microscope And every fool